Blog Talk Radio. Oh, you motherfuckers. <laughs> okay. All right. August 1st, 2016. And in case y'all didn't know, I have an anniversary coming up tomorrow. My show, uh, this uh, the original show, August 2nd, um, tomorrow is actually two years that we've been on Blog Talk Radio. Um, so I want to thank each and every one of you for making that um, possible, making sure that I am who the fuck I say I am, and I'm showing up and showing out. And um, last week, I want to I wanna just get right into it. Last week, I was unable to do the show because... I was rushing back from um, Las Vegas. My girls and I, you know, my sister and all of us had a great time. My sister Kendra out in Vegas. We, you know, we really lived it up. And if you want to see glimpses of that, because there's a lot of shit on Snapchat, but if you want to see glimpses of that, you can go on my Instagram at miss.d.scott. So, you know, today also is August 1st, which officially starts the opening of cuffing season. Y'all know I have done shows on cuffing season, cuffing season 101, 102, and everything because y'all think it's not a real thing. It really is. And it's just amazing that when there is a shift of energy, you know, what you can attract. So what I said is one of the reasons that I – and, you know, I was like, I want to talk about why I'm single. Now, scouting is from August 1st through the 31st, and I'd like to thank MMDTS, which is Mary Mendel Talk Show, which I'll be appearing on their show tomorrow night. I believe their showtime starts at 10 o'clock, so I'll do my Tell the Truth Tuesday show tomorrow. Prior to that, um, back to the cuffing season schedule, drafting is September 1st through the 30th, tryouts are October 1st through the 31st. Now, what's funny about that is that the gentleman that I just had to cut off for like the 50 millionth time, the young cat, with the pretty eyes. Um, I met him during the tryout season last year, which was October 1st through 31st. Now, everything was, you know, great. Everything was passionate. We had a great time. I think if I go back on some shows, I'd probably talk about, like, how happy I was in the beginning. But then after a while, when there's no sex involved and there's nothing like that involved, people's motherfucking side effects start coming out. And so you have a situation where, you know, there, there's no reason for you to front anymore. There's no reason for us to be going to my favorite wine bar. There's no reason for us to be doing all this stuff. And then people start, you know, showing their true selves. 
But this is the type of cat that you couldn't give him no no nothing off the rip anyways. Now, tryouts go from October 1st to the 31st. Preseason is November 1st to the 30th. Cuffing season, he didn't make it to cuffing season because he actually didn't speak the rest of December. Um, he came back after the playoff season, which is right around Valentine's Day, which what was funny about that was that Valentine's Day I was at All-Star break up in um, Toronto. So he came, well, and just so you all know, the championship game is February 14th. So if you had the question whether you was a side chick, girlfriend, wife, whomever, unless your man is in Bahrain on some sort of, you know, CIA cooperative, then the championship game every year is February 14th. It's not Christmas. It's not Easter. It's not Big Mama and birthday. It's Valentine's Day because there is no reason. I don't give a damn if you were working or whatever. That's the day that, you know, if no other time of the year. You know, because I, I date some pretty ruggish, you know, roguish men. Ruggish, ruggish, what the hell word is that? Roguish men. And so they're not the type of dudes that are like, you know, I love you or, you know, I appreciate you or they're just, they're not that kind of man. You know, and I'm not that type of woman either. I'm not always, I show more than what I say. So if I have to tell you, it just really, ugh, it's like daggers to my throat. So we, um, Let's see. Championship game, February 14th. He missed that. And then debatable spring break, which means we have to decide whether we're going to travel with you or not, you know, from Valentine's Day through right before Easter. Um, And then resign or spring break, uh, which means either we're going to get rid of you and, you know, that's it, and we're going to enjoy our summer or we're not. So then March 15th to April 15th is the resignation period or the spring break period. You are cuffed or uncuffed from April 16th to July 31st. I swear to God, I cannot make this up. I literally just stopped talking to dude, like just any communication at all, on the 30th. Because um, I'm going to talk about him, then I'm going to talk about Vegas, and we're going to get into all this shit just again. And, it, and if you listen to my show last week, The Comparison Level Alternative, you'll understand why. So this particular kid, and this is not a Tell the Truth Tuesday. This is why I'm single. And I'm going to play for you a clip um, of probably my potential soulmate. He's a New Yorker, but I found it on, a, on, on, on the Internet, on the Internet. And I, I actually had to have this conversation with my sister when we were in Vegas. Um about shit that I think is inappropriate and I should not have to tell a man is inappropriate. You know, as a woman, you know, I was raised, you know, I have grandmothers, I have aunties, I had a, a, you know, a crazy mom, like a fabulous mom, but they were all women. They were all very feminine. So, you know, um, in the beginning stages of the relationship with this kid, and and I say relationship loosely because that wasn't my dude, that wasn't my my little joint, that wasn't nothing. Um, I think that in the beginning I entertained it because I was like, oh, okay, this is somebody that's local. I would like to start dipping my foot back in the dating pool. I sat out all 2015 for the cuffing season because I wasn't ready, I wasn't healthy, I was angry, and I was start craving mad crazy and a lunatic. So, mm. I won't put that on nobody. And then, you know, we had the issue with the Houston character that really crumbled everything because, like I told you all before, the the character that was in Houston, he was the last um, person, not on my hit list, but just that I was like, if there was potentially anybody that I could have seen some sort of future with or not even just marriage, just like we connected, we vibed long before we even were intimate or anything like that, it would have been the Houston Cats. So I can safely and healthy, you know, being healthy now, say that. Before I was like, I hope you die, fuck you, fuck her, everybody has to die, and the dog. 
um, was ready to go to the crib with the machetes, the whole nine yards. Had a whole squad, purge squad ready for it. Um, but I'm past that right now. It's not that I forget. It's just that it's just it's not important. You're going to suffer because you're going to choose to be unhappy. For me, I always choose happiness. So I like to choose people that choose that too. So even if I'm not making you happy, just tell me. And then it's like, okay, well, if it's nothing to do with me and it's just really you and you don't really fuck with me like that, then you could go. So this particular cat, everything was amazing in the beginning. Everything was amazing, like it always is. But what a lot of people don't understand is that it takes a good, it's not 90 days, bruh. It's, it's a good year for you to figure out who the hell you're dealing with. So you, we had periods where we didn't talk for a week. I went to New York City. It wasn't for Fashion Week last, uh, last year. I went to New York just to visit my uncle, took my son up there to go to eat. Um, again, you'll see that on my Twitter at DMSST93, on my Instagram at miss.d.scott. You'll see all that there. Um, and he, I get back, and he's like, you didn't call me for the entire week. And I'm like, yeah, I was with my family. And, and he's like, well, um, you know, you could have called. I'm like, right, but the phone kind of works both ways. You know what I mean? So I just I don't understand why you would not, you know what I'm saying, like just call me. I don't get it. Like, and, again, I don't play these kinds of games. So um, he, uh, you know, we had our periods where we didn't talk for a week or so or whatever. And like I said before, like I'm busy, so I'll look up and I don't even know, um, you know, what day it is. So he, uh, you know, we had our time where we just didn't talk. And, and I find that he's also a self-sabotager as well. Um, and what happened was he ended up, um, we stopped talking before Christmas, which you know how I feel about that. That's like the broke man's, you know, excuse. But And it's 11-11, you know, angel numbers. Um but I also felt like, you know, his birthday is like two weeks before Christmas, so I had this, you know, great thing planned. You know, because, listen, I'm a planner. As long as you plan stuff out, you, you're going to – I'm not going to spend as much money as I would have if I last minute did some shit. So we were going to go to the spot up in Toronto, my spot up in Toronto. We are going to stay there, go to Frings for dinner. You know, Drake had just, you know, started, you know, really pumping it out. And I wanted to do all that before All-Star break because you can't come with me during All-Star break because I'm working. I'm giving out Zero Fucks merchandise and, you know, all this other stuff and making sure, you know, people like DJ Booth and, you know, my people over at Burns Official – on Queen, or what is that? No, that's on Queen Street West. Um, you know, have what they needed. Sergio, who is now, um, he used to be with Clean Media, now he's with Cult T.O. So, and shout out to everybody that went to OVO Fest. So, long story short of it all, um, you know, we just, we, we kept doing this back and forth thing, and then I just, I stopped feeling the energy. And what a lot of men don't understand is that as a woman, you know, and especially as a black woman, you know, I make the mistake all the time, like so many black women do, of dating a guy, just dating, right, and forgetting that we're just dating, right? You're not my dude. You have not put claims on nothing. You have not, you know, said, hey, listen, I want to be monogamous. And monogamy is very important to me because I don't want to go to jail. And I also do not want the nutty buddies, and I also don't want to catch the house in Virginia, better known as AIDS, HIV. So he is in a situation where you know, ever since the birthday situation, I'm like, you know, he's like, you didn't even give me anything for my birthday. And I'm like, but it, first of all, you're not my dude. Second of all, I had stuff planned. I pulled out the information to show him, like, see, I had reservations for us that were very difficult to get, and you just kind of, like, shitted on things. You didn't have your passport and your information in order. So fast forward. I, I can't make this shit up, y'all. One of the incidences, one of the incidences, um, 
One of the go 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 away. Don't don't do that. Don't do that. Not right now. One of the incidences of um sorry about that, y'all. I have to you know dictate things still. Um, one of the incidences is that you know um. So we have the incidents where, you know, I'm like, hey, listen, if you want to see people, that's fine, but I'm going to probably do the same. Now, I won't sleep with anybody because that's not what I do. But, you know, if you want to see other people, that's fine because I'm going to see other people too. That's fine. You know, no worries. Um, And I think he got confused about who the fuck he was in comparison to who I was. And then just in total, just because I don't sleep with men does not mean that, you know what I'm saying, That, that, that it's about you. I choose not to be a whore because that's just not how I was raised. If I And I wasn't sleeping with him. So if, if I'm going to sleep with somebody, I'm never going to talk to you again. That's a fact. So he turns around and um, we just, you know, a bunch of shit happened that was just way too childish to, to even talk about. And my problem with men is that y'all don't understand the art of the apology. And part of apologizing is not repeating the behavior. So we're not talking about, like, some broads. We're talking about, like, he tells me to come to his building. I get to the restaurant, and he's in there with a girl. She's flipping out. And I'm like, dude, you asked me for some help with your contractor. This is He's just a fucking liar. That's just really what it goes back to. And you ain't got to lie, Craig. You, ain't, you don't have to lie to me. I never lied to you. Now, I may, have, I may not have spoke about some shit, but I never lied. I never said, you know, you know, hey, I'm not doing this, I'm not doing that. If you choose to do whatever it is you do, cool. But you guys have to understand, you men, that we as women, when we're trying to connect with you, we share energy with you, which means that if our energy, don't don't be so nonchalant and take for granted the fact that if a girl's energy is focused solely on you, you mad, aggy, you annoying, okay, well, why don't I just go fuck with some other people? Then I won't be so fucking annoying because then I'll be sharing energy with other motherfuckers and maybe you won't make the cut. So I could be whatever the fuck I want to be, but you won't make the cut. We could we could put money on that if I chose to go and do what you do. So after a while, you get tired, right? And I'm not, I don't deal with childish shit. You know what I'm saying? I really don't. I don't deal with girls. Like, and these girls, we're talking maybe we're in their early 20s. Dude, you ain't in your 30s. Just, just have several fucking seats. Go sit the fuck down somewhere. So the last straw was on the last day of plausible cuffing season. And, um... All day long, and I'm, I'm very intuitive, you know, and I, I came home from Vegas. I saw him. We hung out. We swam, you know, did the jacuzzi thing, you know, hung out, did a little massages, whatever, you know, because I hadn't seen him, you know, and then I left. He, you know, he did what he did, whatever. And and I at that point, what he doesn't know is that I had already made up in my mind because of the the energy that was going on that day. I was like, I can't deal with this, dude. This shit is low energy. This is not... You know, and, and, of course, the universe granting me my wish, the next day, I don't talk to him. I didn't call him. I didn't say shit. I just I just was going to walk away, you know, and just leave it be because I'm, I'm not interested anymore, and especially coming back from Vegas and not even meeting the caliber of men that I met or being around the caliber of men that I met. It's just, again, it becomes painfully uh, clear that I just I don't have to deal with this. I don't have to talk to you. So... And he wasn't going to get it. And this is a cat that was supposed to actually come to Vegas with me to the Magic Convention um, on the 15th, I believe it is, in two weeks. Um, I took care of everything. I was going to make sure that, you know, but, I, you know, again, so when you're talking to me about your birthday, I'm kind of like, okay, but we're supposed to be going to Vegas. Like, bras don't even want to take you to Mighty Taco. They don't even want to take you. Like, you understand what I'm saying? So I'm just a different breed. So 
all day long, private numbers been calling my phone. Now, I have a very private phone number. I don't give my phone number out. If you are one of the people that I actually gave my business card to, you know, that means that, okay, call me. It's okay to call me. I don't just give my business card out because that's my real phone number. So, mm, sipping on this whiskey. So what ends up happening is I'm getting private calls all day, block calls all day. That's odd to me, very, very much feminine energy. You girls, I mean, literally, you're not even women. You girls have really, you've really outdone yourselves this time. So finally, I get a text message from a different number that says, hey, this is so-and-so, because I'm not even going to mention the dude's name. It's not relevant. And in my head, the first thing I'm looking at in this text message, I'm like, no, it's not. He only, we don't text. He's a grown man. We talk on the phone. So I get a phone call from a different number saying, calling me by the nickname that he calls me. And it's not nasty. It's just not something I'm willing to share because um, that's between us, and I don't talk to ghosts. I'm not a ghost whisperer. It's a dead issue. And so I'm like, actually, that's not my name, but what did you need? And she's like, do you know X so-and-so? I said, listen, if you have to call me as a woman and ask me, do I know somebody, is that your man? She never answered the question. Now, ladies, let, let me just tell you how I know. This this is a guy that dates. This is what he does. He fucks around with a lot of girls, I'm sure. You know, whatever. His his time is occupied, and that's why he's not going to find one person that he wants to settle down with. However, I'm going to play a clip for you and explain to you what happened to him, which, you know, I, I don't – you know, I don't make excuses for him by any means, but I'm just, I'm the wrong person to be trying to have that backlash on, and I've never done anything to you. You know, so when you're in a situation where you have one guy that's saying, listen, I was going to make the biggest decision in my life, but I'm choosing that, you know, I want to see where things are going with you. I've never had sex with this particular person. I've never, you know, I don't, I don't do that. I don't spread myself too thin. That's my energy. That's my body. That's my temple. So I don't do that. So if you deal with me, you're not getting a loyal chick because you just that dude. Nah, you're getting a loyal female because I don't, I don't give my, my, myself to people like that. And if you fuck with me, you suck with me. That's it. So what ends up happening is, um, I was so outraged that this girl had called my phone because I mean it's 2016. You could get something for that. You know what I'm saying? And then the fact that she was like, well, I found your number in his phone. Oh, okay, well, then you found the pictures too, okay, from when I was with him. I mean, nothing X-rated at all. But so, so the fact that you can look at my face and you can't identify who I am signifies you're probably not from the area. You don't know that I'm sick. You clearly don't know what my real name is, so you don't know anything about me. So I have this guy. I, I wait about an hour because I remember I didn't speak to him, and I call him, and I said, listen, one of the things I told you in dealing with me, if you're going to deal with other women, don't have a motherfuckers come to my doorstep. Please don't. You know what I'm saying? I said, I could be dealing with 100 dudes. I wouldn't. But no man in his right mind would ever come to you, said person, and ask you a goddamn thing about me. It'll never happen. The men that I deal with, they're arrogant, they're confident, and, and especially in the relationship with me because they know exactly what type of woman that they're getting. You don't because you used to dealing with scrubs that wear scrubs and fucking bums. That's what you used to dealing with. So this type of behavior is very normal to you. And, in fact, it might even arouse you to think that someone was upset because, you know, they find I don't play like that. You know, the last time I, I ran into him and there was a female in this situation, that's not even my dude. He was asking me about some contractor work because I was trying to have a partnership with him. And I'm thinking I just left Cabela's and Dick's getting my son his, his first situation so that we could go duck hunting. That probably wasn't a wise time to be, you know what I'm saying, to do something. It's ridiculous. And then every single time, you know, he does what I talked about in Saladin Kanala's book, which is on Amazon and Kindle called Games, A Psychoanalysis of Trick Behavior. I had a chapter in there 
And it's what I call the nigga. They act like it didn't happen. They act like, you know, and the thing with him is he's so proud that instead of you just coming to me saying, you know what, because this isn't the first time. I think this is maybe the second time. The first time, um, and, and again, I've been married, and, and motherfuckers don't do that to me. Are you crazy? You don't, You can't call and tell me nothing about somebody that's mine. You understand what I'm saying? So when I was in the situation, it wasn't even with my husband. It was somebody I dealt with off and on for 10 years, almost 10 years, um, and it wasn't even nothing about a bra calling my phone. She was on my social media. And he said, you know, he called me and said, Denise, please don't say nothing to her. I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm going to handle it. Never heard from her again. She could be dead alive. I don't know. He might have fell into the gators in Florida. I don't know. You know, but what I do know is that as a woman, you fail to protect me in a situation, and that makes me uncomfortable, especially coming from somebody that has severe post-traumatic stress disorder that weaned herself out Prozac because I'm coming out of a depression and I really wasn't even interested. So in the beginning, what he doesn't know, and I will say this publicly, just like the one in Houston from last year, those were my places of peace. Those are my places of solace. Those are my places where I could get away from everything, have a minute, have a moment, and that's all I wanted. I just I just needed a little bit of time. That's it. A little bit of your time, and you couldn't fucking do it, neither one of you. So you had to go. So we go to Vegas. Literally, I cannot fucking make this shit up. We get off the plane, and there's, like, a line wrapped around the corner for the taxis, of course. And so we get there, and I see this dude, and he is, like, like, Beautiful. So it just so happens that his homeboy says to my my sister, like, hey, why don't y'all catch a ride with us? I'm like, all right. So we in the taxi. Everybody exchanges numbers, whatever, whatever. So I've been in communication with the gentleman that I met there. Then I met another gentleman. Um, and I'm I'm not saying that loosely. I mean a, a real gentleman. Um, we were at dinner. We at we were at the marquee. I mean, we did everything. We did. We were on the guest list at Hakkasan at freaking. We went to One Oak. We did. I mean, it was it was all there all year. It was ridiculous and. It was a really good time. It was so motherfucking hot. My sister's shoes melted on the escalator and shit outside because it was over 111 degrees. Mm-hmm. But all in all, it was a fabulous time. And it just reassured my faith, especially in black men, that they're there, you know, but you have to be more selective. So just like black men, I would say the same thing to you about your women, whether they're white, black, or indifferent. Be more selective because then you won't be so angry. So, you know, what makes you think? Then I'm going to talk to you and you have all this fucking drama. You didn't wish, you didn't wish me a happy birthday and we were in communication. Um, yet I'm sitting here talking to this dude that's an attorney for the government. Like, I don't, <laughs> like you understand what I'm saying? Like, and he got a six-pack. I mean, it's just low-carb diet. I mean, it's just it's, it's diabolical how I don't have to fucking talk to you. You know, now, you could die and come back to life 10 million times and you'll never find another woman like me. That's a fact. And you might not want to, but what I can tell you is that the, the the more that men have become pussified and the more that men have become brutal with women because they really don't like women, the more that women have gotten away from being fucking women. And I just refuse to do that. You know, I could work just like a man. I could work all day, 24 hours a day to do what I need to do. But at the same time, I'm still feminine. I'm still a woman. I still have soft parts about me. So... You know, you, you meet the attorney guy, and then you're, you know, you're seeing, you know, the, the the repercussions of the Hoodie Awards, which if you're not familiar with that, that's a neighborhood award that Steve Harvey gives away to people that are doing good in the community. So we're blessed to be in town for that as well. And then there was the Q's, you know, the the, the dirty dogs. They had their uh, conclave, we came to find out. And then there was also, like, some sort of, like, 
NBA or some sort of basketball camps and all this other stuff. And shout out to um, Nas's store, 12 a.m. Run, over in the link, as well as um, Bella Scarpa, where I got these dope-ass uh, snakeskin sneakers from. And I don't even wear sneakers, but I wear these. But there was a situation at the time where, you know, because I just, you know, we don't like to have plans. We're on every list in the city because, you know, that, that's what I do. That's that's the least that I could do, especially when you're traveling with six girls. And um, Marquee Pool Party, ridiculous. Ran into Marcellus Wiley, you know, and a bunch of other people from ESPN. And these are things that don't matter to me at all. I, I couldn't care less about these things. What I do care about is just the integrity of the man. So there was a situation that came up where, we witnessed, you know, somebody that was married be very friendly with people. I won't say male or female. And, you know, I, I said to this person, I said, I don't know what kind of significant other that you have because if it was me, this situation that we're in right now wouldn't even be fucking happening. That motherfucker would have mental telepathy and be on a plane somewhere like something's wrong. My woman is somewhere she don't need to be or, you know, and I'm, I'm the same way when I'm connected to somebody. But that's what happens when you don't share energy. So it's very unfortunate to me to see that there's a new generation coming out 10 years behind us, 15 years behind us, 20 years behind us that are thinking that it's okay to just, you know, that, that relationships are disposable. They have a term for it called ghosting. I'm not a ghoster. I'm somebody, yeah, like if you piss me off, you try to do bodily harm me, yeah, I'll just never talk to you again. I don't care, um, which is what happened with the Houston guy. I felt like I would have rather you stab me than, you know, to do what you did. Same thing. Get an email, you know, the verbiage of it, because I am a writer. So when I'm looking at the verbiage of the email, I'm like, this is feminine. He would never write this and then the pictures and all this stuff and again you lied so i don't understand what is the point in lying when you're dating like if you ask me when was the last time you slept with somebody i'm going to tell you the truth if you ask me when was the last time you were in love i'm going to tell you the truth if you ask me hey are you seeing other people absolutely you know what I'm saying? Until one of you locks it down, I do whatever I want to do. And unfortunately, you know, there's a show right now called um, Are You the One? And, and and I can't make this shit up. Um, all the black girls that were in there were upset because the guy that they chose did not choose them, Right. And they didn't choose them. And every single one of them, they said the same thing. They said, you know, I wouldn't have spent all my time just dating you. And that goes back to us wanting to be monogamous by, by just our sheer creature, right, by us just, I want to be monogamous, I just want to be with him. But, yeah, he's doing what the fuck he wants to do. You can't do that. That's why it's called dating. You know what I'm saying? We don't have to be exclusive in the beginning. In fact, I, I want you to choose me. I don't, I don't want you to just, you know, lock me down just because you don't want anybody else to have me. No, 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 no. I want you to go out there and get your face hit into the brick wall. I want you to get in a situation where you can't handle something and, and, the, and the broad that you thought was the one can't handle it either and you end up having to call me. You know what I'm saying? Because you, you, you're not about that life. You know, so uh, unfortunately... Literally on July 30th, I didn't even realize that was the cuffing season end point. I had to call dude because I said, you know what, the shit that I'm getting ready to do is so monumental and larger to, larger than life for me. It's a lot of milestones happening towards the end of 2016, 2017. I need a partner. I need, because I have major transition going on, not just in my relationship. No, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about in my life 
period. I have my second website now. You know, we're building things on that. My son is designing his line. He's coming out with another book, the second out of a series, which his book has been in the public schools in this area. We have so much stuff with my nonprofit organization, the Sherry Foundation, and all those things that are going on, copyrights. Everything is going on. Just because you don't see it don't mean it ain't happening. So, you know, I said, you know, I said I want to give him the respect because I do see a very um, stunted growth young man in him, you know, um, from the age of 11 to the age of 16 or something like that. He was in uh, a juvenile facility. Now, as a mother, I'm thinking, what could he have done that was so bad that you would allow that? Like, I, my son would have to kill, like, 10 people before you would take him away from me. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I'll take him out the country before I let you take my son. So, but that's just me. You know, and um, it's unfortunate. So sometimes when I look at him, you know, he'll, you know, he used to catch me taking pictures of him. He thought like it was for the internet. You're not that important. I would never put you on the internet. You might get a beard on the internet or a fingernail or an arm or something, but not you. You, you, you community property. I, I can't. I couldn't do that. But um, I would take pictures of him because I wanted to at a later date therapeutically show him like you see how beautiful you look. You see how nice looking you are. Why do you do what you do? Look how innocent you look right there. And it's unfortunate because every time we get close, he pushes me away. This does not work for me. You know, I just dealt with somebody like that for almost a decade off and on. You know, that the minute that you would get close to them, they would run. I'm not, I'm not, I can't deal with that. I want you to pull me in. I, I want you to say I'm not going to let go. You know what I mean? So, and you don't see the value in me, so therefore I have to stop seeing value in you if you don't see the value in me. These are things that are not my problem. So I lured him to a parking lot. <laughs> It was like 11 o'clock at night. I said, listen, I just, you know, I'm not speaking to you, but I really need to talk to you. And because um, I refused to take his phone calls after the situation because he's like, well, what did you say? And, you know, you're not, first of all, you don't tell me what, somebody called my phone. First thing out your mouth should have been like, I don't know who this is. I apologize. You know, I am talking to these people or whatever, whatever. I'll get with them. I sent them the phone numbers because they didn't block the numbers towards the end. So. I sit there and I meet with him and I said, I just want to tell you face to face because I'm trying to avoid people getting in fights. I got people coming to town. I got people that I've known for many, many years that are trying to, you know, we're trying to forge forward. I'm not saying have a relationship, but forge forward. You know, we're curious. We want to, you know what I'm saying? You ain't the only one trying to be the only one. And I, and it's my fault that I was clinging to him for this almost, it'll be a year in October, but I was clinging to him because I felt like, well, he's damaged like me, so this is what I deserve, but I don't deserve that, and he was very abusive, and not in a physical way, not me, because you hit me, I'm going to hit your ass back, but he was abusive in the way where he'd be like, you, you, you're you fat, you gain weight. Well, that's the one I called a pot belly pig, but in the, and after I said that, I was like, it's because you eat too much Popeye's. You know, you need to curb what you eat. You can't eat out all the time. You smoke weed. You do this. You do that. One minute I'm an alcoholic. The next minute you hate my hair black. Well, you don't like my hair black. Fucking dye it back blonde. Give me the four racks so I could go get it done. You don't like my fingernails because they're real. Then you go pay to get them done. And I'm not asking you to do anything that I've never, that no one's ever done for me before. It's been done. You just, you on some other shit. So I brought him there and I said, listen, you know, he's like, yo, somebody stole my phone. I don't want to fucking hear that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I really just, I don't want to hear it. And it's a lie. You know what I'm saying? You could have came up with a better lie. I didn't even talk to him the day after because I was like, I don't feel like dealing with him. But I said, you know what? I'm going to talk to him to his face because I don't want him to think that it's because um, of any other reason but because of his actions. It's not because, you know, like, he's like, you're too much. No, maybe you're just not enough. I told you that I needed your 
uh, tax ID number so that I can finish this email so that when we go to the magic show together, you don't have to pay the $500 entry fee because I don't have to pay it because I own a business. You own a business as well. If you give me the tax ID number, I said, I'll tell you what, you don't have to give it to me. Give it to the um, uh, email the lady yourself. And he's one of those guys, he's, he's very much like he can't, he can't function. He has to have help. You know, if he has somebody like, he doesn't have organizational or secretarial skills. He's the guy that goes, gets the money, handles the business and says, here, pays it, and then you just, you handle everything else. You know what I mean? That's how he is. That's how, you know, it, it, I understand that. But I'm not your girlfriend. So, no, I'm not going to be looking up properties for you. No, I'm not going to be telling you what you need to do for your business. No, I'm not going to give you any, I'm not your fucking girlfriend. Now, when I try to come to you as a friend, you don't want to hear it. So go ask some bitches that you deal with in the street that like to play on people's phones what you should do. And ask them if they're willing to contribute as well. He's supposed to be one of my original investors. I don't even have investors. But I was going to allow him to invest because he seemed like he was bleeding money from everywhere, right? And I said, well, if you invest, this is the return. I don't have any investors. We'll sign contracts. He never showed up to sign a contract. And trust me, I didn't need the money. It was just an opportunity for him to be able to flip. So when I come to you serious, you don't like that. But when I'm talking about some fuck shit, that's what you want to hear. I'm not that, I'm not that woman. So I called him, and I got so angry, I just had to get in the car and drive away. Because I said, you know, I said, why do I have to? He's like, well, I'm sorry. Don't be upset. I'm like, dude, you should have said sorry day one. And you're not sorry. I said, because I'm the one that had to tell you the first thing out your mouth should have been, I'm sorry. You know, I said, I'll fuck with anybody. And that was something that, you know, was really an eye-opener for me when we were in Vegas sitting down with a gentleman that's an attorney, and, and they were all ex-military. They were all cues, all attractive, five-star hotel. I mean, everything was on point with these gentlemen. They, I mean, there there was – I couldn't – I don't have a complaint about these gentlemen. I definitely, I'm sure, will run into the one gentleman again, especially his last name is funny to me, but these is Georgia boys. So, you know, when you're sitting there having a conversation with these people, and it's just it's just different. You know, and not because he's an attorney, but because he got his head screwed on straight. So if I'm sitting there conversing with this dude and he's able to keep up with phone calls, text messages, and, you know, wow me without sex, without any of that, and make me want to keep in touch with him to see how he's doing, I don't have to talk to you. You understand what I'm saying? So I'm going to play a clip. And um, while we were in the room, it was funny because the gentlemen that were in there, they knew who they were in the room with. You know, not that we're anybody, but they knew we're not, we're not no thoughts. We ain't in there, you know, trying to rob y'all or drink up your Hennessy. And um, my girlfriend said, you know, because I was like, I'm shallow. You know, you have to look a certain way or be a certain way or I can't, I can't deal with you because I already know I'm going to run all over you. So I just, I won't do it. And um, my girlfriend said, actually, you know, you're not shallow. She said, unfortunately, she said, Denise will fuck with anybody. She'll give anybody a chance. She goes, and that she should not do. And that really, you know, on one one hand it warmed my heart, but then on the other hand I felt bad because the guys were like, are you kidding me? So you'll fuck with a dude. Like the, the funny thing what people don't know is that the dude that was the attorney um, told me that he bagged groceries at Publix. I didn't care. You know, you, that's not, I'm, I'm not here to ask you what you do for a living. You know, he, matter of fact, he never even asked me what I did for a living. He didn't care. That's what I'm talking about. You know, so he's like, you know, I'm the quickest bagger. You know, and he seemed to know what he was talking about. So not that I was going to date a guy that bagged groceries, but but why not? You know what I'm saying? Like, as long as you ain't asking me for nothing. And, you know, they pay for our drinks. We were sitting at the at the restaurant. We met up in a restaurant. We were having lunch right after the marquee um, at the Cosmopolitan Hotel, which, by the way, is 
was very positive, and he was like, I'm going to put this in the universe, you know, that I'll see you again, I'm going to put it in the universe, that, you know, and it was just, it was very sweet, you know, so even if it was all lies, you know, he the, the vibration was higher, I'm used to dealing with this fucking fool, you know, that's got girls calling my phone, so I'm going to play for you a clip that expresses why I'm single. I mean, this dude, if I could find this dude in this clip, because I found it on another person's page, but it was definitely on World Star Hip Hop, and it's not what you think. But I specifically, almost verbatim, said exactly what he said in this room. And I said, I said, you know, I don't know what kind of dudes that or females y'all used to dealing with, but if, if it's one of mine and you in this situation, everybody in the room got to go, and your grandmother, and I'm taking the dog too. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And people always plan with people's feelings. And I have told women this. I said, you cannot do what men do. Men are men. Women are women. We are not built to go and sleep with a bunch of dudes and then call it feminism. We are not built to go sleep with a bunch of dudes and then say that people are slut-shaming. Nah, it might, be, it, it might not be slut-shaming. You might really be a fucking slut. You might really be a motherfucking whore. If you get pregnant, you can't tell me who the fucking father is. That, that, you know, that, you're doing a lot. You know, if you get a disease and you don't know where the fuck it came from, you, you, you're probably doing a lot. If you, you know, fuck with dudes within a certain period of time and telling both of them that you love them, you know, or whatever, whatever, you, you're probably doing a lot. You might get murdered. You might end up, because, you know, wait, I'm, I'm not going to say no more. Say no more. I'm going to let y'all listen to this clip. This guy right here, this is why I'm single, for sure. I got to talk about some shit before I go in the crib, bro. And the worst thing is, I got a couple drinks in my system, so I'm going to be very blunt. I don't go fuck who care about it. But I went out tonight, and I seen this chick, nice body, you know what I'm saying? She she bad, actually, you know? She got a nice little small waist, fat ass, all that. She's married. I know her husband. I mean, we all called you and everything like that. Here's the thing. I don't know when it became standard. To let your bro or your male friends or whatever, whatever niggas that's spending money on you at the bar, to just let them into your personal space. You understand? You somebody wife. You have a diameter. Your body language can't be excessively flirtatious or accessible. You are not honoring your husband. You are not honoring your relationship by letting any random nigga be able to come into your zone like that. Put their hand. Yo, let me tell you something, yo. Everybody always be like, why you single? Why you single? You know why the fuck I'm single? Because people out here playing, son. Nobody ain't taking their relationship serious, man. Yo, let me tell you. The nigga bought her homegirls a couple drinks. All of a sudden, shorty open. Now the nigga, you know when a chick got a nice body, she got that little thin waist and her lower back. That lower back, that curve into the ass meat. He got his hand all on her lower back, gliding it down, gliding it down. Now it's on her ass. Now it's on her butt. She's not even saying nothing. You know what she's doing? <laughs> Giggling and shit. Giggling? The fuck is so funny? The nigga's not funny. She giggling. <laughs> you so crazy. His hand is on her ass for like four or five minutes. Shorty ain't smacked the nigga hand away. She ain't find no problem with it. He touching her thigh now. Why you have to have men all up in your fucking personal space like that? You married or you somebody girlfriend. Stop playing with me, yo. Let me tell you something. The reason why I'm single, because, yo, let me tell you something, man. They would never fight, yo. If I ever walk up in a club and my wife is giving a nigga all this flirtatious body language and I peep that shit, they're not going to find her and they're not going to find him. They both going missing. <laughs> yo, you think niggas is playing with y'all nowadays? 
You think niggas is playing? Yo, stop playing with men. Men are not... Yo, men do not fall in love as often as women do. Women are geared to fall in love throughout their life. Men choose so carefully and wisely who to exert all of that emotional energy to. And it's enough to make a nigga go crazy. Stop playing with these niggas out here, son. You don't give a man all of that room to come into your personal diameter and put his hand on your lower back, put his hands on your thighs, put his hands on your on your arms and neck. Stop having a nigga talk up all up in your ear. That shit don't look right, son. While I'm single, son, should be getting me tight, my nigga. Like, y'all not taking relationships seriously, so don't bring that fucking dumbass question to me. Why I'm single? Why I'm single? Because women is dickheads. And niggas, too, like, if I'm be in a relationship, I can't have no chick. You know what I'm saying? Like, just all up on me all the time. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta be like, yo, back the fuck up. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I can't believe the shit I be seeing out here, son. Yo, how you could be somebody's wife and have a nigga? And I see this shit all the time. It's not just this one particular female, you know? Mad chicks is like that. As soon as they have a little homeboy, a couple niggas that's going to spend some money on them and shit like that, they could touch you however you want, and you married. you going to post a picture the next day of you and your bae on a fucking Instagram, but at the same time, any nigga could put his hand on you? That don't make no fucking sense. Stop playing, son. If you somebody's wife... Don't have niggas touch you like that, man. Cut off all of that sexual body language. That shit not going to work out for every nigga. Stop playing. Fuck be wrong with y'all, yo. And no, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. Oh, why you mad? Shut the fuck up with all these dumb shit girl shit girls say. Shut up. Start taking relationships seriously, man. All the things that y'all express that y'all want in a man, it's out there, it's out there. But don't have, don't stop being so fucking open to everybody that's charming or cool or that's gonna spend a little money. What happened to exclusive, yo, exclusive women? Yo, if you somebody wife, you have to appear untouchable, unreachable, ungrabbable. You gotta, you gotta do that. There's an honor system in a relationship, yo. And as a woman, you have to uphold that honor, son. You can't have niggas touching your butt. Touching your, your thigh and shit like that Like stop playing Niggas don't be playing son Like we can have Like most men know That they can stay single And fuck pussy all their life We do not have to Settle down with anybody But to do it means We love you that much So don't play with niggas And, and, and be out in the street Having niggas touch our ass And shit like that And it be cool Y'all giggling and shit I just, I, I, yo, listen, I just, just real out of shake my head and, 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 I don't understand. Mind you, she looking at me like, hey, what up? Like, no, don't fucking hey, what up, me? I know your husband and you had this nigga hand all on your butt because he bought you two freaking Patron margarita or whatever the margarita shit he bought you and your friend them. So now all of a sudden it's okay to touch your ass. And again, it's not every female, but a high majority of females like to have this sexual open body language when they're supposed to be so in love. And it's not real. It's all in a, it's all an illusion. It's not real. It's not real. And that's why I'm motherfucking single, because it's not real. That dude touched on a lot of points, and I saw some of the comments. No, I don't know him. No, it's not my dude. Um, but I do date dudes that are like that. Like, we should not have to have this conversation like, you ain't never, let me tell you something, you ain't going to never, this this is in the history of niggadom, you ain't going to, 
one thing that we could go back as far back as I could think, not one man in the history of niggadom that has ever dated me seriously, that that was my dude, has ever, like, no man could come to him and tell him nothing about his Denise. Okay, no man, because I'm where I say I'm at, I do it, you know, I'm just, I'm not that way. So, and not only that, you know, my connections with people are heavy. It's not a, you know, this, that, and the third. There are men to this day, they might hate my motherfucking guts. But if if you come to them and you be like, Denise did X, Y, and Z, they be like, no, she didn't. You understand what I'm saying? And it's not that I'm innocent, it's just that I don't play that shit. And it, it makes me so angry especially somebody that's divorced when i see married people do shit like that and then here we go with the female commentary men do it every day he wasn't fucking talking about the fucking men he was talking about you he was talking about behavior that is unbecoming of a fucking woman that's what he was talking about and that i stole from um will J from uh the steve harvey show when he came on there and said that the female was exhibiting behavior that was unbecoming of a woman i'm a you got to be a woman 24 hours a day seven days a week that freak shit, that extra shit that you do, that's none of nobody's business. You know what I'm saying? That's none of nobody's business. If you choose to go behind that door and beat the damn brakes off somebody and, and burn them with cigarettes and cigars and everything, that's between you and him. That shouldn't be in the street. So I'm not the type of chick that's going to type the other chicks that's going to sit up there and be like, yeah, that's why he was doing this to me. I hope he was, motherfucker. We grown. You know what I'm saying? Like when bras be like, oh, he was just with me yesterday. Girl, I don't care. I, that's not my husband. That's not my dude. He do whatever the fuck he want to do. But just know this. Just know that you ain't the only one. You understand what I'm saying? So people, and, and, and you know, I don't understand why men have to lie about that. You know, I'm not going to lie about anybody I'm dealing with. If you see something that you feel is inappropriate or whatever, whatever, and, you know, I respect the fact that the young cat was like, one of the reasons I can't fuck with you is because, like, seriously, he's like, you got too many little fans, you got, I said, but that don't mean nothing, he was like, you know, he told me from the beginning, he's like, I'm a jealous type cat, he was like, you know, I don't, and he's this guy, he's 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 a guy that's like, I don't want to, you know, see nobody, like, hugging up on you, I'm like, but that's part of my job, if I, if I have to go to a book signing, you think I'm gonna just keep, you know, a diameter around me, somebody want to hug, or, you know, a handshake, or whatever, whatever, that's what we do, but and that's fine. But you also didn't do anything that was gonna make me want to stay monogamous to you either. So you had to go. But going forward, the men that I choose to deal with are like that. They not they're not that dude. And it's not just New York men. It's Southern men. It's Cali men. Whatever, whatever. They're not with the shits. And they know that I'm not like that. You don't have to come and tell me that. Now, if I have to come and tell you, like, dudes that be like, oh, that's my sister. Well, if y'all want birth out the same vagina, perhaps not. And if she's not my friend. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm not cool with her, and I understand, like, people got homegirls and shit like that, but as long as you can have a homegirl, then Saladin ain't going nowhere either. That's my brother. You know what I'm saying? No, no funny stuff never happened. But I think that one of the reasons that I'm single also is because I will crack one of y'all motherfucking heads open like a fucking egg, a hard-boiled egg, for playing with me. You understand what I'm saying? And listen, as a woman, there, there's, a, there's a whole etiquette book of cooth. You know, you shouldn't have to ask a man, what are we? Girl, if you have to ask, you already know. Mm-mm. You shouldn't have to ask, hey, are you sleeping with other people? Not part of my conversation. Now, I'm going to ask before we go to this doctor's visit because you're saying that you want to hit this kind of way. 
Okay, cool. So we finna go handle this. We finna make sure everybody is AIDS free, and and then we can we can have a conversation. These are the conversations that we have to have when we're dating nowadays. I have to ask you, hey, have you ever sucked a dick as a man? Because you know I know that y'all. So just like you know, it's normal conversation for a man to ask me. Have you ever been with a woman? Not that there's anything wrong with it, but no. If you struggle, if you if you got you know the struggle situation in the room, that's not my problem. I don't bring. I don't need extra people in the room. If you do, that's on you. I don't need help. If you need help, that's you, but I don't, I don't need help. You know what I mean? So, you know, there's a lot of people that, you know, and one of the reasons I think I kept the gentleman around, the, the kid around for so long is because, you know, I see a lot of good in them. And unfortunately, again, here's that P word, I saw the potential. And I said, oh, if he could just focus. And I didn't want to be his woman. I'm, you know, I'm I'm a decade older than him. I didn't want to be his woman. I didn't want none of that. I just wanted him to understand that there are people out there that can care about you and want to see you do well and can still blow your mind and do all these things. But at the end of um, the journey, you know, you should be better for having dealt with that person, not worse. You know, so what I feel like is you're a fucking energy vampire. You've taken something from me. And and I really didn't waste much time because he was, you know, and he maybe doesn't know this, but I'll say it, you know, him and uh, the Houston Cat. On days when I was just at my worst, I looked forward to seeing them. You know, I looked forward, you know, to going to Houston and spending time with my beloved down there, my my, uh, kindred spirit. I looked forward to that. You know, that got me through a lot of dark days. But that was coming off, you know, that you know, towards the end of my depression where I just lost my fucking mind. This cat was the reason, the one I currently was dealing with, he doesn't know this, but he was the reason I would get out of bed and comb my fucking hair. So imagine my disgust when you got to constantly hear about why you, don't get, why you don't do your hair. Bitch, you should be glad I opened my eyes today and took a shower because that's what depression does, you know. Why you don't get your feet done? I don't know, cause I run five to ten, eleven miles in a day, and um, yeah, you go get your feet done and go run eleven miles, and then you tell me what they look like. Now they're not ugly, but I don't, I don't keep them. You know what I'm saying? French manicure. What, what is that gonna do? Rub off on my socks? You know what I'm saying? So, you know, why you don't ever dress up for me? You should be happy I put pants on today. And it's not that I wasn't putting my best foot forward. It's just that I was tired. You know, you're not dealing with a woman that works six to two and then that's just it. You know, I'm a mom 24 days, you know, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I'm a business owner, same time. You know, I, I work. I, I have, you know, 401K. I, ha- I have stuff that I have to do. And I still cook every single day. And I still make sure that my family's okay. You know, and when I had to come back from Vegas, and I, and I will say this, when my sister was stabbed, I'm not going to say too much about that. She's okay. Not the one I was in Vegas with, but my baby sister. Um, so I'm rushing back. And when we were at the police station found the report, he just so happened to call me, and I was like, you know, hey, I'm here, and he, he showed right up. So that, that's what I'm saying. Like, I was so conflicted about having to let him go, not for cussing season, because let me tell you something else, ladies. You have to stop doing stuff like going, you know, you mad at a dude going and getting drunk and then posting it all over the Internet. You're not making him angry. You're not making him jealous. You're making, you're confirming what he already thought, that you was a fucking hell and that you was a thought, right? You don't, you don't kill a man and, 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 and leave him bleeding. You kill a man and you leave him, ble- and, and you leave him breathing. You got to let him see you live another day. You know, so when I leave my beloved, it's not because... I'm dealing with somebody else. I don't share energy like that. It's because you just wasn't that dude. You just wasn't that Negro. 
You just want that ninja. You know what I'm saying? And you're not making me happy anymore. Right now, I just want to be happy. You know, I could, I could deal with going through the mulch and going through the, you know, the test of time, but I just want to be happy. And so when you're in a situation where you're not happy with anybody anymore, why wouldn't I want to be single? Why wouldn't I want to be single and have beautiful conversations with beautiful men? Why wouldn't I want to be single and look at somebody and, and be able to see it's not just potential, but this cat is actually doing what he said. I have such admiration for, you know, doctors and for lawyers and for people that extend their education beyond the four years, beyond the six years, beyond the I, – because I, 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 I don't have that kind of time. You know, and that takes real dedication. I have the utmost respect for people that have been on their jobs 10, 12 years. I have the utmost respect for entrepreneurs and for people that have athletic abilities that are not in anybody's realm of, of, of practice. You know, but in each man, I have to learn something. And so if I feel like I can't learn anything from you, whether it's to be humble, whether it's to be thankful, whether whatever, you know what I'm saying, I would just rather stay single. You know, I'm old-fashioned. You have to come to me, and you have to say, listen, I don't want to be with anybody else. I don't want, you know, kind of like old school, like would you go with me, like type situation so that it's not until you have that conversation with me, you're not safe. You ain't never got to worry about, you know, going on the Internet or, you know, going through my, you know, and this is a cat that used to go through my phone and shit like that. That's too much for me. Grown men don't do shit like that. You know, ain't nobody called me at 3 o'clock in the morning. And, and, and let's be clear, dude ain't never been in my house. I ain't never been in his house. You know, that's what it is. But I, but, it's, but I see that's his pattern. And, you know, the thing is that I'm a little bit different from the women that you deal with. But to me, you're just like the same. So I couldn't treat you any differently. Like, why would I bring you to Vegas with me? Why would I, you know what I'm saying, take the time to call you when I'm at Fashion Week or when I'm in Vegas or when I'm – I wouldn't. You just – you know what I'm saying? You didn't You didn't take the opportunity – to impress me And that's not what I said That's what Diane von Furstenberg said And it's not that you have to impress me But you're the man You lead the relationship right? So that means that if you put in your best foot forward And in the beginning he did You know he would be cashmere sweater And slacks and whatever Okay so I'll pull out the snake skins I'll pull out whatever But when you start showing up for dates And jeans and fucking wife beaters I'm sorry you, You're not you, You're going to get the same thing And I don't even really wear jeans like that you know, he this dude hated everything about me. I hate the way you walk. Did you ever stop to think that perhaps I'm flat foot because I was a dancer for many, many years? Classical, not, you know, booty shake, I wish. Um, but I walk better in heels because I have no arch. I'm what we call an overpronator. So when I run, I have to get certain type of sneakers that, you know, deal with the fact that I'm flat footed. So did it ever occur to you that perhaps... You know, maybe I walk in his mind. You know, I don't have a, you don't got a mean walk. What the fuck has a mean walk ever did for anybody besides Delicious out of Detroit? Let's keep it G. I love Delicious, but you dated Flavor Flav. So what do I give a fuck about a mean walk? Am I getting paid for this? No. So I want to focus on these are the feet and these are the legs that take me to the jobs that I need to go to and the things that I need to do to be able to provide for my son so I don't have to ask none of you for nothing so that I'm not falling into this stereotypical, you know, black woman, all she want to do is take my money. You ain't got that kind of money. If I'm going to take some money, it's to buy a building. It's not, you know, if you want to buy me some perfume, cologne, some flowers, stuff like that, I appreciate it. Thank you. I love it. I'm still a girl. I'm still a female. You know, but if you can't understand that, I do for you when I want to do for you what I want to do for you. You know what I'm saying? It's the same thing. It, it, it's not 
it, it's unfortunate that everything has to be on just a Valentine's Day or everything has to be just for your birthday when there was so much more, you know, that and I'm feeling like the Jeffrey Osborne song right now. But, you know, I just feel like, um, you know, I, I just feel like people put so much emphasis on relationships when they didn't really get to date. And all dating is to me is just, you know, gauging like do I like this person for this is this something that I can deal with is this something that I can't deal with you know is this somebody that I could you know what I'm saying potentially see myself with down the line is this somebody that I would you know want to put on some paperwork somewhere and have him be you know my attorney or have him be you know I have a guy right now that's um in Florida it's my people's you know what I'm saying and I told him I said you have to choose do you want to do business with me or do you want to do relationship with me you can't because you can't do both you understand what I'm saying? You, you you can't say, you know, I want to represent you, and this is not the same cat that I just met in Vegas. But, you know, you can't say, you know, you want this, but then you want that. So I'm going to leave this with Amy Winehouse. It's coming up, you know, the anniversary of her death just passed. If y'all do not know nothing about Amy Winehouse, I suggest that you um, Google her. But this is one of my favorite tracks by her, and I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Tomorrow I'll also be on the MMDTS show, uh, the Married Men Don't Talk show. It's also on blogtalkradio.com. We will be discussing the show that I went a little bit apeshit crazy on called Expectations. Uh, but tomorrow's show is going to be, I'm sure, quite revealing. But right now this is all I want to say.